This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I could see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Catch up like the topping, yeah. the condiment. Mm-hmm. No way. How many takes do you have on ketchup? Do what? Like, do you like ketchup? Oh, how many? Oh, uh, no, I don't mind it. Uh, I'll I'll dip a fry in there, but uh, other than that, I don't have a whole lot of use for ketchup. All right. Don't put it on the steak like my mom does. Well, no, nobody's nobody's saying do that. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, man. What's going on, buddy? Been a few weeks. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Thanks. World traveler. Yeah. Yeah, I was out there. Yeah. I was out there in the thick of it. Yeah. I got back. Yeah, I think I'm awake now. I think I'm not jet lagged. You got back yesterday? Yeah. Ten hour flight? Technically, I got back today. So you were gaining time? Were you? I don't, I can't do, I don't have the math skills. Uh Uh-huh. So like I'm like 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 my brain's like once a math problem higher than anything like long division wise, mm-hmm. my brain just shuts down <clears throat> like a computer. Like I can't. Nope. Perf. There's a chance you could have gone back in time. Well, it's, it's a ten hour flight, and you were yeah ten or eleven hours ahead of us. Technically, yeah, and I stayed awake the whole time and watched movies. Hmm. And then so I landed. I left at 12.40, landed at like 3.30 the same day in the p.m. Okay. Yeah, so, not quite, but yeah. But that's, uh, that's pretty cool. What movie did you watch on the plane? Oh, I watched. What did I watch? You know that, what I watched? That's my question. I watched, you know, I watched, uh, I watched Hidden Figures. Okay. Which is about the black ladies that helped the space program. Movie about math? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But more, yeah. Yeah, it was mostly about math. Uh-huh. <laughs> that movie with all the black ladies that helped NASA, it was about math. <laughs> it, no, it was very, it's an inspirational film. It's a well done movie mm-hmm. and uh, based on true story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know there's that big controversy. That's what I was saying. Like, there's that controversy when that came out for the Oscars and then the movie Fences came out. And people were calling it Hidden Fences, putting mixing them together because they thought it was a black thing. I'm like, Hidden Fences just sounds like a good title of a movie. It does. That sounds like a title of an Oscar-worthy movie, yeah, like Hidden Fences. You don't even know your boy. Like that. And then if it's about the struggle, I'm like, ah, I could. All right, I'm not defending the fact that people are fucking up their black movies, but I could see how that would also pertain, like a thing called Hidden Fences. Like it's. Huh. But that's what I thought. It was a good movie. But then I also watched the Lego Batman movie. 
Huh. Which within five minutes of that, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking awesome movie. And was it? Yes. Huh. Yes. Two things I don't care about. I and, and exactly. And they know that, and that's why it's a great movie. Really? Yeah. Did you watch the Lego movie, the no. original one? No. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, you're making fun of the fact that this is a Lego movie. What's the and Lego doing mo- it well. What's the Lego movie about? It's just, I mean, is it about Legos? Yeah, it's just Lego characters. And then they get into mischief? Yeah. Okay. It's I'm not going to sell it the Kinda right like way. Kind of like a Toy Story, but with Exactly. Okay. And within, but they're not in the real world. They're in the Lego world. Okay. Sort of. Hmm. But they all, like, it's just real stupid because then it is like you're playing with Legos because when they shoot, they make their own gun noises. So when a Lego character is like, freeze, and it's like a cop and be like, pew, 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 pew. And it's real stupid because it's very elaborate special effects to make lasers coming out. And then they just let the actors make their own sounds for the guns. That's <laughs> like it. And then the Lego, like Lego Batman showed up in that one. And then it's like, what if there's a Batman movie? Where it's just Lego Batman, and they make fun of from the beginning of the movies, like, black. All good movies start with a black screen. Ooh, and then a title. A good title. Yeah. Warner Bros. Brothers. Warner Brothers. <laughs> and, like, they're making fun of it from the beginning, and that's, well, that's why I was like, good. oh, I'm on board. Yeah, they're self-aware. You get it. You get what's going on. Yeah. And then I just, yeah, I just catch up. I always think, like, oh, I'm going to read. I'm going to write on an airplane. And I was like, oh, free movies. Yeah. But then it's limited. It's like sleeping. If I got limited space mm-hmm. when I'm sleeping, I just sleep well. When I have limited choices, when I don't have all cable TV, mm-hmm. it's like you could watch these five things. I'm like, I guess I'll watch it. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I watched that. I agree. I think, and, and that's a thing now. I forgot what people are calling that. But, like, uh, there's just too many options. That's why I can't enjoy Netflix. Option fatigue. Yeah. Is that it? I, I can't enjoy it because I'm worried about what I'm missing out on. That's FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it's always like, well, if I watch this, I could be watching. But then I, I'll watch something that's safe mm-hmm. because I know I like it instead of taking it. Ch- like, that's fucked up. I watched Atlanta. Have you seen that? The show? The show, yeah. Yes, I enjoyed it. I, only the first two episodes. It was way funnier than I thought. I thought it was going to yeah. be more serious. I mean, it was serious, but it was like also really funny. I didn't want to like it, yeah. but I did like it. Why not? I just, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, of, of Dude. But, oh. uh, I mean, and it's not his fault. I think on his uh, Comedy Central Presents, he goes, uh, yeah, I've only been to a comedy like two years. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> He's a little sad. Well, he did come from sketch. It's not yeah. like he just... <clears throat> But he did kind of get to stumble in Donald mm-hmm. Glover, like, oh, now I'm a singer mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a rapper. And, but all this stuff is like, that's it's all good. Yeah. You're just one of those guys. Yeah, good for him. <clears throat> You're just going to doogie hauser your way through this world. But no, I did enjoy his show. Yeah. yeah it was good. Uh, like I said, I, did, I went into it like, what's by this? Plus, it was like Atlanta. Uh, yeah. I know Atlanta. This yeah. ain't Atlanta. I was like, man, it's pretty good. Well, I, I enjoyed that, <clears throat> and I watched. Yeah, I just watched some bullshit and tried to not fart too much and mm-hmm. scare the lady next to me. I understand. You were like, yeah, I get those long flights. I, I just wear trousers. I'm stop. I'm not trying to look cool in the airport anymore. Mm-hmm. Just elastic band exercise oh, yeah. pants, and I was just going to the bathroom and just drop trow and just stand there for a while, hmm. just to air it all out. Like just stand there and just let it just dry out. I refrain from going to the bathroom just so I don't disturb. My my aisle mate, uh, Ryan Singer and I flew from Hawaii to Atlanta one time. 
Nine hours. That's a long one. I didn't pee at all. <clears throat> That's not good for you. Eh. It's a story, though. And you know Singer. You yeah, but there was, a, there was another guy in the aisle, too. And I was like, ah. I don't, want to, I don't want to bother people. I'll get to a real critical mass mm. where then like, I'll wait for them to move. Like I think, oh, I think they're up a little bit. But then it's just me really tense about having to pee, uh-huh. just staring at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just looking at them. I'm like, that's way worse than just nudging them awake. They wake up and you're just eyeballing them. I'm like, please let me go. I've been, look, I've been watching you sleep for hours. Oh, man. I just I think it's a sign of weakness on a on a short flight. Just or once you can go and get up once, but these people just up and down, just lounging in the aisle and neck pillows, and just don't get me. Started. I pick I pick an aisle seat just for that purpose. I know I'm probably going to drink on a flight, mm-hmm. and if I break the seal, I love. You can get airport drunk. That's oh, one yeah. of the best drunks. Absolutely. So like oh, and I don't mind like when people are like, "Where are you?" I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going here." I like talking to them. Everybody mix. You get weird, weird interactions. Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and so I've been gone for two weeks. I gotta personally mm-hmm. give a big shout out to all the Boogie Monster fans. Oh, this is oh, Boogie yeah. Monster with Kyle and Dave. Oh yeah, that's fuck. Us. I'm Dave. That's Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I didn't trick you this time. Though. No, he saw me press the button. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a guy who I specifically was gonna say thanks from Leeds. I think his name was Dan or Joe, and I wrote it down in my notebook, but then I lost my notebook a couple days later, so oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you ever lose a joke notebook? Yeah. It's fucking devastating. Yeah, it is. As soon as you lose it, you're like, that was the best stuff I've ever written. Mm-hmm. And the entire time I'm ha- I had the book, I'm like, this is garbage. Yep. Every joke in here sucks. Why am I even carrying this book around? And as soon as I lost it, I'm like, fuck, I may as well quit. Because that was oh god! I think there was something I wrote in the margin, drunk, yeah. with a too liquidy of a pen that you couldn't read anyway. Uh-huh. That was like oh, I was going to be the the theme of my next hour. I was walking around five a.m. drunk, like like hung over the next day, trying to retrace my steps. Oh man! Have we talked about this? I purposely write with terrible handwriting in my joke notebooks. Really? Just just so in case anybody gets a hold of it, they can't they can't. Read the magic. <laughs> so you're telling me you normally have great handwriting? I have decent handwriting, but I purposely just slop it in there when I, on my joke notebook just because I don't want, you know, if somebody else were to stumble upon it, I don't want them reading what I'm writing. It's for me. <laughs> that's your that's your, your coding device? Uh-huh. That's your... Just chicken scratch. That's your, chick, your World War Two, whatever that thing they were trying to steal from the... That's locked on a submarine, a uh-huh. German U-boat. Like, what's this? We got... It's one guy. He lives in a van behind Carl's Jr. He's the only guy who could decode this for us. <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Pretty commercial. <laughs> Where'd you go, by the way? You went uh, started, all over Europe? I started in Leeds. Mm, Massachusetts. England. <laughs> it may as well. Man, it reminded me of uh, Vietnam. Not the country, but any war movie about Vietnam. Because people get so drunk there, it looked like the end of fucking Platoon in the street. Really? Yeah. In Leeds. Just people laying in the streets, vomiting behind things, carrying each other. You know, every woman has one shoe on. What's going on in Leeds? They just, 
drink huh. and they don't hold it together. Like and and then like they're like bachelor and bachelorette parties are still a big thing. Uh-huh. Or stag and hen parties. Whereas I feel they've fallen out a little bit of fashion here, at least the obnoxious ones. Uh-huh. And they're just wearing a sash, like just like fucking like just roving death squads. Just squawking women. If there's like a peaceful moment, they'll come and just assassinate it. Wow. And uh, yeah, just fall like I, for the one night I finally got into bed, and I was like, "Oh, it's good. I'll get over this jet lag." It was like midnight, and about three thirty, it was just two women fighting each other with bouncers holding them on the opposite side of the streets, yeah. but wouldn't tell them to leave. They would just hold them because I think they're having fun. And it was just this screaming at each other, kind of like, like Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hold, like oh, you're lucky somebody's holding me back. It's like, why don't y'all just remove it for an hour? It happened for an hour, and I finally that. So I just got up and just watched it from the window. Oh man! And then after that, then the garbage trucks came and picked up every bottle that was drank that weekend at about five hmm. thirty. So that was a good <laughs> jangly time. It and started then started off in Leeds, Leeds, Manchester. London for a couple days. A good pal, Sean Patton, was in London. So oh, yeah? we just trounced around being idiots there. That's cool. Having pints in the poobs. In the poobs. Have a pint. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, I got shit to do. And How's I'm the fl- beer over there? It's, I mean, it's, I just, I don't, I don't care about mm-hmm. beer. I'm going to drink Coors Light. I'm going to drink Budweiser. Can you get that over there? And I'm, yeah, it's imported. Like, that's like, I look like the douchebag who drinks a Heineken over here. Heineken, by the way, fucking sucks. Never cared for it. I was proud of that. I was proud of my tweet that I made about that. That was a good one. About, like, yeah, the Heineken experience. I mean, oh, I could just watch some dipshit from Lombard try to beat the fuck out of me in the parking lot of a Chili's. Because that's every, everybody I know that drinks Heineken is like some suburban douchebag who thinks they're on a higher level. Really? I'm sophisticated. Oh, because you could... <laughs> You could take that raccoon piss to the dome without wincing. Good for you, tough guy. It's a green bottle. Oh, God. So is Dos Equis. I'll go for that. Yeah. But anyway, so it's, uh, there's a lot of fans, and I'm sorry I forgot the name of the guy in Leeds. But then I went to, I went to Ireland, Dublin. Oh, wow. Dublin's fun. Uh-huh. Good town. And apparently, Sean Pat and I were there again, uh-huh. day drinking, yeah. and just doing terrible Irish accents at each uh-huh. other. And that's uh, after... Two or three days of that, somebody informed me, like, yeah, it's kind of, they really don't like that. Yeah, I would imagine. It's kind of like doing a, a, like a black voice to black people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so that's what we've been doing for three days all around this city. You couldn't figure that out? Skipping drunk on, holy tea, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus on a biscuit. <laughs> Just so horrible. And us just oh. with glee, like, oh, look at that. Look at it over there. Look at that little car with a little guy. And then everybody shuts up when you see a little person walk by. Like, oh, that's funny. Can't say it. And uh, But those shows were fun. And then went to Berlin after that. Berlin's very, like, everything you think Berlin is, uh-huh. it's Berlin. Really? It's, but cool. Like, like, not Nazis anymore, but very... Uh, Still very like serious. Like everybody had everybody had a dog, but it didn't look it looked like they got the dog as some sort of punishment. Like everybody was walking a dog emotionlessly. Mm. Like that was some sort of parole. Or it's a program to teach people to have to express emotion. Like you get like you get a therapy dog, not because you're too sensitive, but because you're not sensitive enough. Like go on, pet it in front of people. Show that you're a human being. Wow. But it was fun, cool city. 
That's Amazing right. stuff. Checkpoint Charlie, all that stuff oh, where really? the wall was. Yeah. Hmm. Pat Oswalt's got that uh, bit. <laughs> it's on one of his more recent specials about oh, yeah. he was in Germany and they just have no sense of humor. And yeah. every, every sarcastic joke or anything he would make, his tour guide or whomever was with him kept shooting it down. Like, no, that's not how that is at all. Yeah, they just break it down. It doesn't compl- – like, like, yeah, it was a joke. But I got to do an open mic and so in uh, in Berlin. Not like It was like, like a local show before my show. Uh-huh. It was actually great, man. It was great to see like – What's the German different, comedy like? It was, it was still all in English. Like the stand-up scene's so new uh-huh. that everybody's still performing in English. But it was, you know, like Syrian refugees. You only, see, you only hear about that on the news here and it doesn't really resonate with people. Like, yeah, there's a whole just floods of trailers set up Yeah, where it was this abandoned airfield that they turned into a park and then there was just trailers all there. There's like, you know, refugee housing. And they're doing comedy and my the host my buddy uh, uh santiago angel who was he was an american who was putting on the show for me in berlin he's like he's like yeah come on like one of the guys are doing this guy's just a stoner he's got funny stoner stories everybody's you know got these images in their head of what you think right he's like yeah just got out of there and he's just a funny dude hmm. just wants to hang out kick back with everybody he's like yeah it's funny. Like, and, and, oh yeah, your observations from your background are very unique and interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the other, and there's a lot, you know, a few expats, some Germans doing it, uh, but it was in English. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was just uh, it was cool to see it happening. It's, you know, it's kind of it's not necessarily a uniquely American art mm-hmm. form, but it's still kind of mostly American. Do most and people British. in Germany speak English as well? Yeah, everybody spoke English. Like, I never ran into... That's so fascinating. Because, like, here... Yeah. I mean, even in Southern California, very few Anglos can even speak Spanish. Yeah, Yeah. if you speak a second language here, people are like, oh, look at hoity-toity over Uh here, unless you had parents that taught it to you. Yeah, It's like, look who thinks they're better than everybody. And there it's like, no, to get by, you know. I felt like a dickhead just at the airport yesterday... And somebody came up to me like, oh, where is the button? Like trying to explain the button. I'm like, uh, even in their English, I couldn't understand what they were trying to get to on the bus. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. Wow. But, uh, yeah, Germany was was amazing to see all that uh, checkpoint. I was, I was thinking, I saw that on the – there's no – I don't think we're of an era anymore. Like did you ever see a major event or stop to see like like a, like TV displays – like you see all the movies, like in the fifties or sixties, when something's going on, everybody like gathers around the de- department store display uh-huh. to watch it happen on the televisions. Yeah. Like that's what I saw. The Berlin Wall fall was in a department store on the televisions they had for sale. Huh? And I'm like, oh, I guess you don't really do that anymore. Yeah, I don't think I've experienced that. I mean, I've had major events in my life. Where were you when? But yeah. I don't think I ever watched them with a group of people. Yeah. I remember it was like we were Christmas. It was November 1989. We were Christmas shopping in the mall. And like my English teacher was walking by. Oh, that's really like, We're watching history right here. I was there standing with my mom. And so to be there and see all the different techniques that people use to get out of uh, East Berlin into West Berlin. Wow. It was just uh, – so it was intense seeing that much history in one place. Yeah. And after a while, you're kind of fatigued. Like, oh, a lot of people uh, s- uh, suffered yeah. in this world that you don't uh, – that I remember, that I can see on TV, that I had answers. You can walk around America and be like, oh, there's a Revolutionary War battlefield, Civil War battlefield. But the connection isn't there as mm-hmm. to like, oh, I saw this wall fall. Yeah. I remember this. My parents went and visited, and my dad almost didn't get to come back over. Mm-hmm. And they stopped them and went. Checking up 
Wahoo. I remember watching the uh, the Challenger explode. Uh, I saw that live on TV because for whatever reason, um, we weren't in school that day. Yeah. I think we had like a teacher work day or something. But I remember being in like, what was that, 86? So I would have been in like I think um, so, yeah. third grade maybe. Yeah. And I remember just being at home. Just for some reason, and the TV being on, and we're like, "Oh, they're doing the rocket thing today!" Yeah. And like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, yeah, just whoops! The excitement, and then just the complete 180 of like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, that I remember that. I remember uh, the Oklahoma City bombings. Mm-hmm. I think I stayed in sick from school. That happened in the early morning hours. I remember uh, yeah. being in homeroom in like 11th or 12th grade when that happened. Well, no shortage of uh, disasters happening in the world. It's true, man. So make your own memories, listeners. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't forget uh, when uh, something terrible happens, uh, write jot a little note down where you were. And yeah. So you can <laughs> reminisce about that time in your life. But overall, good trip. Good make trip. great people. Yeah. Th- thanks to all the Boogie Monster fans and Dan or uh, uh, Joe, whatever your name was, mm. in Leeds, who was like, oh, I would love it if you specifically said – my name. I'm like, I can do that. And I wrote it down in the book that I fucking lost. Oh, man. <clears throat> but then uh, I was in Amsterdam. And uh, absolutely uh, no shout-outs to every shitbag who heckled at the club in Amsterdam. <clears throat> every piece of shit who heckled at that show was an American, was an expat. And good God, that's when you realize, <clears throat> oh, these expats, they all like they all think they're enlightened, like, oh, I'm worldly because I left America to live somewhere else. It's like, I think you left because nobody in America liked you anymore. Huh. And the only way that you could deal with it was to go somewhere else and have people like, oh, God, nowhere else. The whole trip, any hecklers. But Amsterdam just brought these dipshits out. Really? And I had the night, and it was two women drunk from the time the show started. And they, there's no comedy club etiquette. Nobody knows. It's the only comedy club in Amsterdam. Uh-huh. And so I can't even blame the club because they've never had to deal with that yeah. because their customers aren't assholes like that normally. Yeah. And it just this woman just kept going, kept going. I'm like, all right, we'll try to address it a little bit. DeRosa was up in the first half. Uh, and then they take a break, and I was up in the second half. They were talking through DeRosa, talking to the host. And you know, the host is like, all right, but now we're going to do the show. They're talking to me, and then I eventually get to the point where I'm like, all right, I got no, there's no more banter. Mm-hmm. Just shut the fuck up for a little bit. I'm going to get through this. And that didn't work. And I was like, oh, this is, you want this attention. Yeah. Here's the microphone. You want to be the center of attention. She already spilled a half a bottle of champagne on her friend uh-huh. who sat there in it. Her husband, who was sitting with him, had his head down in his hands. And every time I would start talking to him and I'd ask him, like, are you with them? He would look at me and just mouth the words, please stop. Please stop doing this. To you or to her? To me. Uh-huh. And not in a joking way. Like, boy, isn't my wife nutty? Like, he was embarrassed beyond belief. Yeah. And clearly a beaten down man. Wow. And I'm not saying you got to be a boss. No, nobody's in charge of anybody else in a relationship. But clearly he knew, like... If he was like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here, he would have just been getting yelled at instead of me. Yeah. So he's like, this is my shitty wife. Please, you're making this. All that. All that's going to happen is we're going to get kicked out and she's going to yell at me for the rest of the night. Yeah. That was the look on his face. So finally, she gets on stage, says something stupid about like, well, I thought jokes were supposed to be funny and blah, and uh, does the exaggerated mic drop. And yeah. the whole club is just staring at this woman. 
Because I'm sitting on the stool on the stage at this point. Like, Oh, she got on stage with Yeah. Mike. No, I'm like, here, I put the mic on the table. I'm oh, like, okay. this is a power thing, uh-huh. and you want to be the center of attention. Now you're the center of attention. Here you go. I got nothing left. The show's ruined. Here's the microphone. Yeah. And I just sat there. And she got up there, said something stupid, and dropped the mic. Like, cocky, held it up high. And the whole club was just looking at her like, you're a fucking louse. Like you're the you're like you're like the worst example of an American. Wow. At like and here there it is on stage under the lights, and finally I'm like I have to tell the club I'm like you need to kick them out. Yeah. Like this the show's over. I was mad at myself for losing my cool, but I ran out of things to do. Yeah. Well, that's the worst. I've done every technique. I can handle myself with any heckler, but when it gets to the point where like okay. I'm done with this. You need to go. Yeah. I've, I've played so many clubs where there's not even a door guy or a security. Yeah. Or I've done clubs where there's literally a bartender. And I'm not talking about some dive bar DIY show. Comedy clubs. I played a yeah. shitbag comedy club in Maryville, Indiana. I'll, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. And same thing happened. And there was literally one employee. And they were up at the front in yeah. the lobby taking tickets. And I'm like... Thanks for not employing mm-hmm. anybody that can assist in this situation. Yeah. Well, I can't even blame the club because they don't even expect this. They didn't think this was part of it. Mm-hmm. But there's still it's, it's never, somebody around. No, this is, they're all in Dutch. They're all very polite. They're mm-hmm. just there, and they enjoy it. Except the show that Joe DeRose and I were doing brought out every American fuckstick that lived within a 30-kilometer radius. Mm. Did Joe address it during his set? Joe was he like, kind of like, all right. Show. Joe, from the beginning of the show at the MC on stage, they were talking to him, and we're in the back, and Joe's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, from the beginning of the show to these two dimwits. And it went on, and, and I, I was like, it did everything, like, joking, talking, shut the fuck up, to the point of like, listen, just go. I, if you're not having a good time, go somewhere else. Yeah. And do some, why sit here and be miserable? Yeah. And ruinous for everybody else. But she was just loving the fact mm. that she was in charge. I'm like, you know what? You are in charge. Here's the microphone. Yeah. And then they kicked him out. And then one of these fucking floozies still like was so drunk, spilled a half bottle of champagne on her friend. One of these dipshits still left her phone at the club. So drunk. Walked off without her phone. Mm. Emailed me. Uh, Facebook me found me on Facebook at midnight to be like oh look who can't handle I was like and even the sentence that she says like I was just interacting with the audience like there's your first mistake right there mm-hmm. like you just thought you were interact you don't do shit like that at a comedy club now either they didn't know the rules or they think they they just moved there to Amsterdam 20 years ago and forgot that comedy clubs are like no shut the fuck up now sitting I didn't fly over a fucking ocean mm-hmm. in two continents talk to you yeah i wanted to do the joke and i was having an okay set uh-huh. like it wasn't even like i was having a bad set i was having a decent set and it's halfway through anyway fuck these dipshits and i and then uh my manager was actually there too dave was there as they're getting kicked out he's like go get hit by a train why was he there he was passing through. He's coming from Edinburgh. Stopped huh. by there. He's like, get hit by a train. <laughs> yes. And everybody cheered once they left. And then I'm like, ah, I could try to get back on track here. But then my, I had the light on forever. But, yeah, the fact that she would email after, afterwards, like, the, 
what kind of professional mm. comedian gives the audience member the microphone? Like, oh, it's, now it's my fault yeah. because yeah. you were such garbage. You were such yeah. drunken trash. Yeah. Like just an American stereotype in Amsterdam. Wow. Just like, well, fuck. And every show had a heckler except for Saturday nights, except for the last show was mm. fun. And the, the, other, the Friday night show was fun too, but it was still like, yes, all right. Nah, yeah, I'm from America. And so that, woo, New Orleans. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I went through this last night. I'm not going to do it again. Like I went from zero to <laughs> fucking 100 right there. Like, you yeah. shut the fuck up. Sorry to be mean, but I had an issue with this last night. You're not going to say another thing or I'm going to have him kick you out. Like, I got, got right to the point. Yeah. But, oh, man. So, those were my travels. Well, good, buddy. Those were my adventures. Yeah. I didn't see any haunted stuff. No. So old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, old scary stuff. Some of that stuff was probably haunted. Yeah. I I, I guess. It was just kind of... Berlin was more just ominous knowing that, like, just what, like, the war history there, like mm-hmm. the Soviet War Memorial. It was just these granite marble monoliths and a giant statue of a Russian soldier holding a baby, stepping on a swastika. It was like... 50 feet tall on Jeez. top of another 60 foot pedestal like, alright okay. <laughs> guess it was serious <laughs> what happened here what'd you do in the last <sighs> two weeks Dave other than turn 40 years old yeah I turned 40 that's a thing I don't know how do you feel about that eh, you, know. you know what are you gonna do yeah man I'm alive yeah. um, okay well happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had a good birthday. Hung out with some some pals. Had a few birthday drinks. Uh, feeling good today. I got up really early today. I've been up since four thirty this morning. Why? Why? Homeless guy puking outside my van. That's well. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. What do we call that? It was a uh, urban rooster. <laughs> yeah, I got awakened by the urban rooster. Mm-hmm. Got a, a little cockadoodle ball. <laughs> this this time of year, it's, it's getting so it's so hot. So I have to uh, I have to crack the windows at night, and uh, the the downside of that is you don't crack the windows at night. Yeah, normally I don't. No, yeah, that's why I'm getting brain damage from inhaling toenail dust and carpet. Oh fibers. yeah, we went through but, that. Uh, yeah, okay. And then uh, two nights ago, uh, a, a pigeon flew <laughs> a pigeon flew into my van and immediately out <laughs> cracked it cracked it a little too wide, and uh, I I got this curtain. So I got the cracked window, and then about three inches uh, inside of that is is my curtain. And this this pigeon just flew into the through the window, flailed around at the curtain, and flew right back out. Scared the shit out of me. So yeah, it's been an interesting week. How close are we to you eating pigeons? How close are we to a pigeon recipe? And then uh, that was at four thirty this morning. Was the guy puking? And then, uh, like, once he moseyed on after his, his purge, uh, another... <laughs> watching his I, figure. I was trying to go back to sleep. This is around 5. And then I just heard some guy shuffling, just staggered along. Mm. And then I just heard, uh, ain't no G.I. Jane bitch. Oh. Yeah, ain't no G.I. Jane bitch. So I don't know what that means. It was, he hasn't seen the Demi Moore film. Yeah, I guess not. But, uh... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what uh, I've been dealing with. Been like when somebody finally came up with a retort to an argument they were having a day before. <laughs> Ain't no GI Jane bitch. And then uh, I don't know. Last week I was driving a little lift. Like I said, I'm kind of mixing it up with the mm-hmm. lift and the DoorDash, and uh, took a, a young lady downtown 
picked her up uh, at yeah. a hotel. Uh, Took a lady down. Somewhere too. in Hollywood. And uh, I don't know, mid 20s, white gal. And uh, she's going down to the Arts District, mm-hmm. which, uh, if you don't know, LA, downtown, very close to um, Skid Row. Sure. Uh, just a couple blocks. And a lot of times, if I can tell someone's visiting or a tourist or whatever, uh, and we're in a, you know, I'm dropping them off in a bad neighborhood or something, I'll, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll say, hey, just so you know, you know, you might, yeah. you know, don't go out too late on foot. It's a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to kind of, you know, human to human. And uh, I asked this lady, I said, uh, and I, we'd already established that she was visiting. And I go, um, I said, just so you know, a couple blocks over is, uh, is Skid Row. And, uh, you know, not to scare you anything, but uh, probably not a good idea to, to stagger around there after dark by yourself. Yeah. And you know what she said to me? Hmm. She goes, racist much? And I said, ma'am, how is that racist? Mm-hmm. And then she said, by the way, let me set mm-hmm. up. I, uh, that's exactly what I said. I said, yeah. just so you know, Skid Row's a couple blocks over. I, probably not a good idea to go out on foot after dark. That's yeah. exactly how I phrased it. She comes back with racist much, and I said, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. What what was racist about that?" And this is what she said: "Yeah, just because they're black, they're gonna steal my purse." And I said, "Ma'am, I never said anything about what color they were." Yeah, <laughs> you're the one who assumed all the homeless people yes. were black. Yes, <laughs> but yet racist much. <laughs> Yeah, I blew my mind. She said, just because they're black, they're going to steal my purse. And I was like, ma'am, I never said anything about what color they were. How'd she respond to that? She shut the hell up. She was embarrassed. It's like, listen to what you just said, you idiot. It's that like like pre-programmed, like, and also, I'm, I'm ready to be offended. I'm ready to jump on someone else for not being correct. You know what? You know what? Excuse me. I, I hope I, you know what I hope a homeless guy smacks you in the head with a sock full of quarters yeah. and steals your purse. You know what, lady? Go over there. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know what? No, don't, don't worry. That's the white skid row. Yeah, they're real crazy. Now I get it. If I was like, all right, listen, yeah. all right, this is the black neighborhood. You don't want to stay out here overnight and stay away from the Mexican neighborhood. Why is that accent more racist than your yeah, already accent? <laughs> I get it if I was dropping racial yeah. tones and racial slurs. Well, well, I also, never said anything about race. Yeah, no, we'll take you to the white homeless section yeah. where you know it wasn't because of racism mm-hmm. or classism and why these people might be down on their luck. Mm-hmm. They're white, so they're just straight up fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And good luck over there yeah. if you want to be reverse engineer an argument in your head before it ever happens. And, it, and my tone wasn't even anti-homeless. I, I had no one has more uh, <sighs> no more a bigger heart for homeless yeah. people than me. I am ma- one, ma- ma'am. I live in this van you're driving in right now. But, <laughs> You know, that being said, that is still a dangerous neighborhood after dark. Yeah. Regardless of homeless, regardless of race, regardless of anything, Skid Row is dangerous after dark. Yeah. And you're not from here. And excuse me for trying to extend a, a small modicum of courtesy yeah. to, to an outsider. Well, but, yeah. Racist but, but, much, followed by well, why are they black? Yeah. And then she shut up like mm-hmm. she did realize. Like, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good yeah. job. Good job, Susan. Whatever the hell her name was. Did you tip? Probably not. Nobody, nobody tips on Lyft. Oh, I got a tip. Nobody I, I tip on Lyft. 90% of people do tip not mine. tip on Lyft. I will say this, though. DoorDash customers tip very well. Yeah? Yeah. Congrats. Well, hey, if you're taking a Lyft out there, let's turn it around. Yeah. 
So yeah, I've heard those arguments in the past though. Racist much? Well, that's the whole that next door app. Mm-hmm. Which, no offense, Dave, you can only use if you have an address. Oh, they need okay. to they need to send you a postcard. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I probably get, I probably get you in if you want. Uh, I know a guy who has a. Place. I, I know a guy to get me into the next door app, which is just passive aggressive arguments about fucking coyotes. And just such bullshit around here, but about all the homeless people. And it's always – every post is, we need to do something about these homeless people. They're clogging the streets. It's dangerous. And it's somebody else goes, but you don't know why they're homeless. And we need what really it stems from. We don't have programs to deal with addiction issues. I don't care about addiction issues. I just want to walk down my own – like, and it just goes back and forth and results in a community meeting where I'm sure they finally meet face-to-face and are much more polite. But then the one was like – yeah, I drove down behind the donut place, and there's two people fucking, and another guy just watching and jerking off. I'm like, all right, that might be. If I had kids, I might want to. I might be. I might be proud. Like, you know what? <laughs> the dirty side of me, like, well, would you slow down? You'd, ah, all right, get get some. Everybody needs a little bit. Let it be but known I'm like, I don't right. park in this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. No, so it was, if you did, it wouldn't be happening, yeah, Dave. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I tried to use it today. Because I saw some people dumping stolen mayo in the recycling bin out front. Stolen mayo? A stolen, yeah, just a big, big old jar of Hellman's. Like, listen, I don't know who it belongs to, but it's going to go bad out there in this heat if you don't get it quick. I mean, it's not mine. I'm not going to take responsibility. Uh, stolen mayo. Yeah, mayo. I, was like, uh. you, I went down. I saw these guys suspiciously dumping stacks of mail. And you can see it was like a lot of the penny saver coupons and everything. Uh. But they were like, why are you pulling over to the side of the road and taking this out of the back seat of your car? Why would you dump mail that you stole? Like, you, I, do, I think be, be they, more discreet about that. Well, well, not all criminals. They're just, they're just like you, just grab and go. You know, yeah. unlock mailboxes. Just take what you can. I looked in there. There were some credit card statements that were open. Like whatever they weren't going to use, they dumped in there. So I went on this next door app to be like, hey, FYI, this car. I saw this car in the neighborhood with these. Uh, didn't get the plates, but. Uh, and they stole some mail, and it's in the recycling bin at this intersection. And somebody's like, well... Well, black people do steal mail. Yeah, 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 exactly, uh-huh. yeah. No, I, I'm sorry, and everybody's very careful and not like... It's always like, if you say, like, Hispanic mail, isn't that? They're like, well, how do you know he was Hispanic? He could have... I'm like, I'm like... And then somebody else will respond like, I'm sorry, I'm just describing the criminal. That's yeah. how you describe somebody. Mm-hmm. I'll say like brown skin, like how do you know it's brown? Or what kind of like you can't judge? I'm like, oh god damn it! But so I go on there, and it means like, well, how do you know what's? How do you know it's stolen mail? It's in there. Like I went down there, looked in there, I saw a credit card statement. Like, well, where is that now? I'm like, in the fucking recycling bin. And they're like, well, it needs to be reported. I'm like, I made a like the tip line, the LAPD tip line or something. Mm-hmm. But then everybody thinks you got to be. Murder she wrote on this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if it's in there, then that's under that. If that's in, in the if it's mail, but it's also it's, that's federal jurisdiction and that's a puzzle. Like, all right, you know what? I'm just trying to fucking help and say, yeah. look for a convertible red Camaro driving around with a dude with a black hat and forearm tattoos because he stole mail. But you want to get on me because I didn't help enough? Go, f- I go fuck yourself then. I'll post your credit card statement to the internet. Newer model Camaro. Oh. New newer model Camaro, like Carmax type plates, hmm. black target top. Yeah, hmm. I'm sure they took off. I'm sure I'll they weren't done. Yeah, if you see it around here. But then it was just like, well, how did this poster? They say, like, how does this poster know what's in there? Like, my name's Kyle. It's on the fucking site. 
Mm-hmm. You could say my name. Yeah. Like it's such passive aggressive dog shit from every 55 year old plus member that's on the internet mm-hmm. that has no idea that you can be a total fucking bitch like with your shitty old person language. Yeah. How does this poster know what's in there? It's me. It's Kyle. You know, yeah. I'm reading this. I yeah. post the fucking thing. Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck your mail. <sighs> Good. How more shit gets stolen? Assholes. Mm. I'm not doing the right thing. <laughs> okay, well then I'll just I'll scan the credit card and post it to the site and if anybody wants to claim it they can see if their number matches when I post it up on a public website. <laughs> ah shit oh, man, boy. so invented there. That's okay. Caught buddy. up. That's okay. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you want, you want to talk about what has come up in the last couple of weeks since I've been gone? Yeah, man. Let's. Uh, uh, this is timely and topical. Unlike For a, once. Yeah, unlike most of our stuff. Um, uh, and it involves uh, your old stomping ground. Well, yeah. There has been uh, many reports of a flying humano- humanoid, mm-hmm. a la Mothman-type creature, mm-hmm. in the Chicagoland area, which... <clears throat> Chicago strikes me much more as a ghost town, like ghost haunted paranormal, Mm -hmm. but not so much a a, a cryptid. Yeah. You know, especially in an urban urban environment. So I'm kind of fascinated. I didn't realize that there was a couple that happened in 2011. Yes. And just to refresh people's uh, memory about the Mothman, Mm -hmm. we did an episode on that uh, several months ago, and and both – you more than me, very. Uh, you shot that one down pretty quick. Uh, well, they said, "Look at this bird that lives in the area." I'm like, "Yeah, it's totally that bird that lives in the area." Uh, back in '66 and '67 in uh, in West Virginia, uh, people were seeing just this uh, like like human sized bird slash bat slash owl um, flying around. A lot of sightings. And then uh, shortly after uh, a lot of the sightings, uh, this this bridge collapsed and 46 people died. Yeah. And a lot of people landed on uh, the Mothman. So anyway, just a point of reference there. So now you're saying that a Chicago people have been seeing a very similar type creature. <clears throat> well, according to the Singular Fortian website, singularfortian.com, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, he's uh, – well, he or she, whoever's run this website, has posted up a timeline – and there's been 27 reports in, in 2017 mm-hmm. and three prior in 2011. Okay. Now, they've all been – they've been like downtown and stuff. Now, it still could be some sort of bird or crane, but obviously not something indigenous to the area. Mm-hmm. If these are – and again, it's like when one, people sees a weir- when one person sees a weird thing, then all of a sudden people, other people notice it. Whereas like instead of thinking in your mind like, oh, it's going to be a bird. Mm-hmm. That's a weird bird. Like, oh, no, it's – the Chicago Mothman. But it's coming from all different types of places. Like guy on 294 
sees what he thinks is a person turn into a large black bird on February 8th. That's the first report from 2017. Wow, a person turned into a large black bird. Yeah, and that was on February 8th. Where does this link go to when you click on it? <laughs> I think that's the first one. And they're all like kind of clumped together. Like It's been happening regularly. <clears throat> truck yeah, like driver. Within, within a few months of each other. Yeah, a truck driver. Uh, I love when they put a semi-truck driver. It's like they're not. They don't drive the whole truck. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what? Right. Uh, reports strange medical maladies after spotting a flying humanoid soaring over the expressway on March 22nd. So he, he had problems. So he got infected by it? Uh, it's medical maladies. I guess that that falls under a, a long list of, uh, you know, who knows. Well, he's, uh, yeah. He's, uh, the, okay, here it is. One of the guys in 2011 said it was a lot of bizarre medical problems that eventually traced to a rare condition in his eyes. That's what somebody wrote in when they thought you saw something move from one side of your field of vision to the other. Yeah. It's a trichinosis. Is that what that is? Or just something like moving across your eye. I mean, I've had that where there's something on your eyeball moving. Trichinosis is like worms. I think you get it from uncooked chicken, right? Yes. Or is that because it sounds like chicken noses? No, I, I, I never made the connection between the two, though. But do you get it? Yeah. From It's not because it sounds like chicken? Yeah. Um, I got that chicken noses. <laughs> it have, makes me see ghosts if I eat too, much, too many wings. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have experienced that uh, condition before, but yeah. like, this, that's not what this no, was. You saw something else. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about that other video that, from that hotel in oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But anyway, so there's, there's this list of, of all these things that's, and it's just it's different people, uh, you know. Di- you know, and it's all like Oz Park. All right, I think Where's Oz that? Park. I think Oz Park you know is. Oz Park? I think that's near Lincoln Park. I'm going to confirm it right now. Is Lincoln Park? Yeah. Uh, is that near Wrigleyville? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's south of Wrigleyville. It's kind of you keep walking north from the loop, and there's so many brand new neighborhoods. Uh-huh. Because once you know, once you can live there, realtors got to make it sound all fucking swank. So I don't know all the new neighborhoods, but it's basically you start walking north of the loop, the downtown area, and you'll hit Lincoln Park. Not too much further after you start leaving leaving the downtown area. Oz Park is just west of Lincoln Park, about three blocks. I mean, te- no, it technically is Lincoln Park. So they're seeing these things in Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park also, um, you know, a hoity toity. Uh, yuppie neighborhood. Oh yeah. So you'd think uh, yuppies not really reporting cryptids. Mm-hmm. You know that's again why I'm fascinated. Like not to put you know not to you know stereotype uh, people out in the in the wooded areas or more of your country type folk. Uh huh. But you know you could see a little moonshine and pills turning into like well I saw a thing. Yeah, definitely. Not to say that booze and pills aren't uh, responsible for this, but it's definitely different booze and different pills. Uh-huh. You know, it's so much more, you know, Jaeger bombs and MDMA. And so I, <laughs> I think it's much more of like, I think I had sex last night instead of like, that's a Mothman. Uh, so I'm kind of, again, just I can't help but imagine every Chicago like, like, I saw this thing fly off that fucking building. I got mustard all over my goddamn uniform. This, this thing threw it went north it went north over Kedzie and fucking took a left I swear to shit this fucking thing if I see it again oh I'll fucking kick it oh this fucking thing <laughs> just, oh, oh, just imagine all the drunks stumbling out of the oh, bars 
This thing, with the skies. this thing, I'm on, okay, I'm on the brown line going north. Make your own jokes about that. But anyway, I seen it out there. <laughs> this thing came down, almost took out Maury and Flory on top of Superdog. I thought I was going to fuck one of them. I like, hey, Mark, man, you can't fuck those. They're not real hot dog people. They're made out of fiberglass or something. <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. Get... My life's over. Mort, man. This thing sat on top of the Harry Carey statue for so long. I thought I thought it was Harry Carey come back to life. It was his angel going, holy cow. And then it made sense he would say holy so much in front of stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ, nothing funnier than hearing that guy try to pronounce Jap baseball players' names in the 80s. Oh, Christ. <laughs> that is, uh, that, that, I've been in character, I made it, but if you listen to Harry yeah. Carey pronouncing Japanese oh. baseball players. I think I have heard that. I saw him. I did see. I was at a baseball game. Harry Carey came out of the radio booth. We were sitting underneath it and just so happy. Almost fell over the railing waving to be like, ah! I'm just <laughs> hit it with his gut and started to stumble. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he's the fucking best. It might. What if this is Harry Carey's ghost came back now that the Cubs won? <laughs> what if you saw a glowing red-eyed cryptid? It was like, Dave. Do you have some oversized glasses? Dave, do you have any sausage recipes? <laughs> <laughs> uh. So many. Okay. Now, this one near 127th Street and Ashland, South Side. Man, now you're going to. This thing, if it is on the South Side, mm-hmm. it had been shot by now. <laughs> Somebody would have shot it down. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's just too much violence. So it's staying up in Lincoln Park. <laughs> Um, okay, by the, uh, a group of friends see two giant bats perform aerial maneuvers near the Adler Planetarium. Two bats. Two of them, all right. Hmm. Uh, a married couple witnesses a large hmm. black bat-like creature with glowing red eyes near the intersection of North Rightwood Avenue and North Lakeview Avenue. That's, that's Lincoln Park or closer towards the, closer towards the water. Uh, right by Navy Pier. Like, I'm wondering if this is... Could this be any kind of man-made prankster with, like, they have... The bat like, suit thing. Like, Well, they have the jetpack suits, too, that you don't even need the water to propel. You okay. could do it with air. That's a good question. I mean, but wouldn't... Wouldn't that make a lot of noise? Wouldn't that be obvious? You saw some guy in a jetpack. Yeah, they say, like, weird sounds have come with some of these. A woman or her son are terrified by a tall, dark humanoid with membranous... Membrane, it's membrane-like wings. Seen in a park near their home in Bolingbrook. Oh, I used to get fucked up in Bolingbrook. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My buddy lived there. Had a townhouse. Grew pot in the basement of a townhouse. Hmm. Shared walls. Real silly. Wow. It's good. You know, in the middle of winter, we'd just go down to this little pot jungle hmm. with the heat lamps on. Oh, nice. Like, make, make, like, have, like, red stripes and listen to reggae music. You got to cure the winter blues. <laughs> Giant, the fact that, oh, there's a photograph. <laughs> Wonder how there's a photograph of a giant bat in Melrose Park, which, goddamn, this, the, 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 the Chicago Italian. This, I swear to fucking God, this fucking thing comes near me or my fucking kids. I don't give a shit what the fuck you are, Batman, fucking Sasquatch man. I'll fucking come. I got a Louisville slugger in my fucking trunk of my Delta 88. I'll fucking kill you. Baseball bat their fucking head. I'll take, I'll break however many fucking knees you got. Oh, you membranous wings. I'll snap all your little knuckles. 
Here's some cool pics. Did you see this one here? I didn't see the pictures yet. Look at that dude. What's going on with that guy? All right, that's... I mean, that's that's interesting. I mean, does can that be like a remote control... Like, like, do you think, but they're talking about it taking off and taking flight. Like it mm-hmm. looks like a person mm-hmm. and then it takes flight. Somebody saw it on the, I think they saw it on, they see it on the Sears tower, top of Willis tower. Nobody calls it Willis tower. They saw it, they saw it take flight from the top of the Sears tower. If you're listening Giant? at home, just uh, Google Chicago Mothman sightings, click images that uh, the one I'm talking about is the third one. That first one, now that looks, mm. the first images, the, the first two, that looks yeah, I'm looking, I'm the shape there. of an actual bat, kind of. But it the, does. the third and fourth one, that looks like very much like a humanoid. Yeah, and what, like, what? I mean, that's I, crazy. I'm, I'm perplexed by it. I'm mm-hmm. perplexed by it choosing a, a, a city environment. Mm-hmm. If it, Say it is a bird, like the one... <clears throat> You know the one that uh, that I figured was the Mothman Spring in Spring uh, Hill Crane or something. Yeah, what's something like that. Was that one? Yeah, I'm gonna look up pictures of that. Now, even if one of those got lost in the city, why wouldn't why wouldn't it? I'm gonna look at images of that. It's a big, creepy looking bird. A police officer saw it along with the officer's partner. Group of civilians came up to him, said they saw a dark black shadow with. Now I'm starting to adopt it. Saw a dark black shadow with wings. All right. Uh, standing on top of a building before they take flight in the Auburn Gresham neighborhood. Uh, an aspiring journalist later comes forward to. Did you say black shadow? Okay, I just want to get that correct. And I read up on this account. Uh, the officers were reluctant to even uh, file a report. Because they knew they were going to get so much shit from their fellow officers, but they—I oh, yeah. I believe they actually did. They actually wrote a police report about what they saw. What if this is this is what Chicago needs? Like this, maybe this thing ends gang violence because they get together to defeat this entirely harmless mothman that's flying around the city. It is crazy, but in the middle of a gang fight, like, hold, stop, just stop shooting for a second. What the fuck is that? I mean, it's straight out of a comic book, man. Like the whole the, the urban environment, you know, so many people seeing this. I, I they would, filmed Batman in, in Chicago. They had to stop. They used Laura Wacker Drive, and so many of the explosions they did were like damaging the city. Like, now get the fuck out of here. Oh, really? And that's what I think Pittsburgh was like. We'll take it. Oh, is that where? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. can't fuck our city up any more than it already is. <laughs> but like any any time there's a story like this kind of like the phoenix lights what we were talking about yeah. a few weeks ago when so many people see it yeah. it's one thing when one guy sees a sasquatch or one person sees this but like when you've got this many people yeah this like, is really curious something's going on now not to say that it couldn't be a hoax still regardless of how many people see it but like well then the hoax would not be on the people reporting it mm-hmm. it would be it wouldn't be like a lot of people get together like, hey, let's say we saw a thing. Yeah, it would yeah. be in that somebody created mm-hmm. either a flying suit mm-hmm. or it is like a, some sort of lost, uh, you know, oddly shaped. But, but there's so many – I mean it's it's an urban environment, but there is still marshlands and stuff where you think – I mean they they see it around the water. Yeah, does that have something to do they with it? They are seen exactly. at parks and around water and everything. So, Which Great Lake sits right there? Michigan. Michigan, Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. So would that, uh, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I mean, if it's, 
you still have, you know, ample rural areas that have their own folklore, Michigan itself. Yeah. You know, the Beast of Bray Road is Wisconsin. Uh-huh. So just at this, like, oh, God damn, just, just imagining. Okay, so me and Diane, we're walking around. We come out. We come out of Geno's East, right? Fucking stuffed, okay? That shit, every time we go, I'm like, I'm only having one piece. I have two pieces. I nearly shit myself in a car going back to Arlington Heights. I don't know why we don't go to the one out there. We got to go all the way downtown. We like to have the experience. Go down, to, go down Michigan Avenue. Kids like the FAO Schwartz store that's down there. Anyway, we come out of there. I got, they fucking, they thought, I, I like the sausages, but the fennel seeds, they get me. It's like, what's a little bit of peppermint? Any, I come out so full. I try to take a shit in there. I can't do it. I got to wait till we get back out to Arlington Heights. But I see this fucking thing, all right? It's coming down. It's coming down right off. It's, okay. You know the Stanley's grocery store? It's got the guys flying a watermelon. It's a great sign. So the guy's sitting in a flying watermelon. But I'm, I always look up to it. I look at the sign because I love that fucking sign because it's a guy flying a watermelon. So I look at this guy. What if a watermelon was an op- airplane and a guy could fit inside it? It's a fun sign to look at. The kids love that shit. So the like, kids look at the look at the Stanley's watermelon guy. On top of this fucking thing, the weirdest thing I've ever seen outside of the watermelon flying machine. It's a fucking, it's, it, I mean, like it looked like a, a, a guy... Like, a, what if a man was a bat? I don't know if you, what you would call that. If, like, a man, like, if a guy was also a bat, I, there's probably a word for it anyway. This fucking thing comes down. That's it. I fucking shit. I got to take the Crown Vic in for detailing now because I shit so hard in the front seat, it went down to the floorboards. I, they got to take the seat out. I might have to get new, uh, I got a new, I got to get a new carpet kit for that thing. <laughs> it's <insane. laughs> We're coming out of the Gene and Jude's, right? Gene and Jude's, best goddamn hot dogs in the city. Don't let somebody tell you different. You want to fuck around with fucking Tommy's Red Hots or some shit off Lake Street. That's your business. We come out of there. They always give you too many fries, okay? So I'm taking the fries with me. I'm holding them with. I got I got Diane with me. We're coming out. We see. We're like, we'll take a walk down by the train tracks. Maybe we'll go. We'll dip into Halakahiki, get a fun tropical drink. You know, you get you get with something with the, you know, it's like a pina colada. Oh, I love them, man. I think it's rumbered. Whatever is good. Knock you on your ass, though. Be careful leaving there. Fortunately, I know a few Forest Park cops. They let you know if you get pulled over. Tell them you know Tino. Anyway, so this thing comes flying down out of the river. I throw the fries up in the fucking air. I'm like, if it's a pigeon, that thing's going to eat my dick off because it thinks I just dropped fries and my dick looks like a fry. That one got a little weird. That one got That one got a little carried away. Oh, my God. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Most recent incident, <laughs> June 3rd, occurred in the Lincoln Park area around 10 p.m. There's a couple. They wished mm. to remain anonymous. They just finished a late dinner. They were out for a walk when they saw a strange being. According to their report, mm. seven to eight foot solid black humanoid with wide membrane wings that resembled those of a huge bat. Wingspan, what they say, was at least 12 feet. The head was prominent. And uh, thinner than a human head. The back end of the body tapered to a point. No legs were noticed, but could have been tucked up under the body. The figure was gliding quickly along the length of the street heading east. Then suddenly, 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 suddenly <laughs> ascended 
to the night sky. Neither heard, neither people heard any sound. Both witnesses say they felt a sense of foreboding and were still terrified almost an hour after the encounter. Jeez. This stuff. Oh, guy outside of the owl. So I'm sitting there blowing rails, right? Okay. I mean, I mean, we're supposed to close at four, but they got to keep me here till like five thirty-six. Because <clears throat> I mean, I mean, fuck me if I'm gonna do Jaeger shots in front of these fucking idiots. But I'll take a few when we close, right? And I'm all gacked up anyway, so I'm out having a smoke break. You know, I got, I, I'm doing, I'm trying to do these Winston lights now because they're supposed to be better than the Marlboros. And uh, <clears throat> I'm out on the corner, and I'm, I'm just listening to some Tinder date go south on me. All right, this guy's fucking it up, and like she's right there to just go for it, smash it. But he keeps opening up his dumb goddamn mouth. I mean, this gack going around got you real chatty, and you're fucking talking yourself out of a bead, you know. So anyway, I'm looking up in the sky, wondering what the fuck is this guy gonna do tonight, other than jerk off and regret his choice. And here comes this fucking thing. I mean, I'm like, all right, it's a bird. You know, we got birds. I've seen birds, but night birds, birds at night, already weird, huge, giant cock hanging off the thing, too. I tell you. I mean, you see this thing. I'm like, buddy, you don't shut up. This weird wing thing's going to come down. Fuck your gal. That thing's on Tinder. Look out, dudes. Everybody's in trouble. <laughs> If nobody's on Tinder as the Chicago Mothman right now, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're missing out. I'm, I've, just give, I've just handed you a grand opportunity. If nobody's out there like, I'm the Mothman. Who got a bird dick now? Eh? <laughs> if nobody, like just for the adventurous, like you're just swiping, no, no, and just <laughs> silhouette of a Mothman. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I mean, meet me here. I'll drop by. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. Meet me at the lakefront mysteriously. I live under a bridge. So this thing, I'm pretty fascinated with it. What could it be if it's not the Mothman? I'm trying to look up what, what birds they thought the regular Mothman was. Uh... Something, something crane. The Spring Hill crane is that a thing? I mean, no one animal explanations. It wasn't. It wasn't Spring Hill crane, but it was Sand Hill crane. Sand Hill. So crane. Here, here's a picture of it. That thing's large, and uh, I mean, if that's like that's kind of like it's not necessarily a coastal bird, uh, but that's what I assume the the Mothman one was. Mm-hmm. The West Virginia. Mothman. Or yeah, yeah, the the OG Mothman. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, it's a habitat uh, that kind of lives near Nebraska. I mean, on the American Plains, it's uh, it's conceivable that it's gotten lost. There's been crazy weather in the world these days. But that, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think we are getting to the point where somebody's going to figure out how to manipulate drones into weird, mm-hmm. you know, Put a put a thing on it. You ever see that, that funny video where somebody put a spider costume on a dog? They just yes. put a bunch, oh. and it's it looks silly. But if you saw that running down an alley, oh you'd lose God. your mind. Yeah, and it's so True. simple. True. Yeah, I love that. By the way, the, oh. the 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 costumes that people are putting on dogs and cats, where it looks like they're <laughs> yeah. Funniest thing I've ever one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life. Mm. Not a huge Ricky Gervais fan. Gervais yeah. fan. Uh, I could take him or leave him. Yeah. But I did enjoy the original Office. 
Yeah. And there was one episode where one scene where he's got a uh, he's wearing a costume mm-hmm. that makes it look like he is riding an ostrich. <clears throat> oh and yeah. He's running around the parking lot and it looks like he's riding an ostrich. But his real he's legs, through the body. Yeah, yeah, his real legs are the ostrich legs, and then he's got these his mm-hmm. fake legs wrapped around it. Yeah, uh, oh, one of the funniest things. So that concept now, I'm seeing a lot of uh, dog and cat. Yeah, costumes. the incorporated costume. Oh. Well, the dog one too. The dog, like the dog with the spider legs, chases yeah. someone, and they get scared, and they have to run around a corner where somebody pulls to put a fake spider web. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh man, but there's, there's uh, one cat one where it's like a like a pirate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty classic one. So funny. But yeah, yeah, I mean, this. Yeah. I don't. I don't know enough about drones, but like, it could be some sort of drone or. But all, and these thing. aren't all just drunk sightings. Mm-hmm. That's where I was thinking. Like, all right, yeah, you saw the fucking Mothman. You know when you fell out of what shit? Every bar I want to name is closed now. So yeah. I was like, where should I go? Go in Chicago. I'm like, Oh, go to Marie's Riptide Lounge. Closed. Lounge at closed. Clubfoot closed. Carol closed. Everything's closed. I don't know where anybody goes now. Mm. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, I want to hear more. And I'm glad that it's still going. When was the last one? When's the last one listed? Man, you know who was in Chicago mm. during this time? Who? Me. God, I would have loved to have seen this shit. It's still going on, man. No, but I was there. You'd, fi- you'd fight it. Oh, man. I would have loved you'd, to have seen you'd that. Try to, you'd try to... I'll fight. You'd be screaming at the sky. Where was I at? Where was that... Ru- show, shitty, show yourself. That shitty Russian motel I was staying Oh, at. you were out by the airport. Yeah. Uh, Mannheim. Fuck, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's Melrose Park. Is that Melrose Park? <laughs> that's the... Yeah, yeah that's those... Uh, that's the most corrupt. That's where my parents are from. That's the most fucking corrupt stone park. <laughs> yeah, that's where the, that's where the, like, I think it was like the mayor's kid went and beat the shit out of somebody, and and then left the scene. But he went in his dad's car that had their last name on the license plate, and it was <laughs> caught on video. It still got off. Saw so a uh, black Mercedes today with the vanity plate. Bad boy. Oh, Three wise bed boy. Oh, see that thing getting mm-hmm. seeing a tow truck use a winch to pull that thing off a tree. Bad boy. Well, this one I'm fascinated. Uh, oh shit! Second sighting of giant bat reported in same day. That's August fifth. That was two days ago. Oh wow! <clears throat> River Forest. Um. I'm just going to read this report. Yeah. This is a MUFON uh, will reported you, to the Mutual UFO Network. Will you read it as, uh, as, as Chicago? <clears throat> I think I need to. Yeah. I think. <clears throat> okay, I walk with my tree girls to the corner 7-Eleven after my oldest got out of soccer practice, right? We usually do this after each one has a practice. So it's get a little treat for the walking home. Anyway, today was overcast. It was a little bit cooler than previous days. Real hot and muggy. God damn, you have to peel your balls off your knee. Afterwards, we got our slushies. We and we got some other snacks. We... We went down, we walked home along the usual route, which takes us past the, uh, we got a, a practice fields at the, the, the Dominicans University over there. It's a, uh, yeah. And we're walking and talking, laughing, doing all this shit. And I spotted, it looked like a giant bat flying just above the treetops. It's at the corner of Division and Williams down there where we cross the road to head home. I showed it to my girls. And as the bat towards, turned towards where we're standing, then this sudden move scared my five- and seven-year-old who cowered 
And so I can't believe I used the word coward. Normally, I don't dang, engage that type of language. <laughs> they cowered down and scream. I was like, get up, you chicken shits. The bat was flapping its wings and all above us and over the football field. Then it banked left and flew off in a southwesternly direction. I can't do this accent. Because <laughs> this is a well-written report. And this is the one that just happened? <laughs> this happened, yeah. yeah it flew off in a southwestern direction and disappeared over some treetops. We stood there for about two minutes stunned before I collected my girls who were scared and sobbing. Jesus. And I continued the rest of the way home. It looked like it had human-like arms and legs, just a lot bigger, and had a large pair of bat-like wings that it flapped as it flew. It was black with some gray, but there were no distinguishable features. I know what I saw was real. It had to be a living creature. There was no sound, but it was a solid object. I asked each of my girls to describe what they saw, and they all agreed it looked like a huge black bat. They were very scared, and I explained to them that we might have seen a bear that what we saw was maybe a very big bat and there was nothing to be scared of. I mean, if this, <laughs> the next one was, re- this same day was Melrose Park. When it's the same day and there's suburbs that are next to each other, man, that's like, that's a real thing, whether it is just a giant bat, but also a bat in the daytime. How big do bats get? I don't, I feel like that's that thing, like you could tell me what a giant bat is and then you see that picture of what a giant squid is and it's like, that's not giant. It's big compared to other squids. Look at that son of a bitch. Well, where the hell is that? That's Peru. But still. Jesus. If that's... Google giant bat. My God. That, that's a ten, 8 to 10 foot wingspan. That, I, can't, I wish that guy's head's in the picture, but I can't get any other perspective. I don't know how close he is to it or not. What if it is just a big-ass, giant bat? I'm going to talk to... You know, my sister who just moved here is going to be pissed that she's missing all these bat sightings. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's right up her alley. Yeah. I'm going to ask my mom. i got to call my mom today anyway. Get your mom. My mom does yeah. the same thing you do. She just sits. She sits on the porch and just watches the neighborhood all day. Just yeah. smokes cigarettes and snoops. Someone's got to do it. Get a feed her. Send her a nice bottle of wine. Then maybe she'll see it. Well, what do we do about this, Kyle? I don't know. I'm going to plan a trip back there. Yeah? Of course, I don't want to hang out in Melrose Park. Hmm. I mean, could it be a drone? And, like, this guy's saying, like, it, this was a real thing. Like, yeah. I don't think... It almost sounds like a person made a flapping wingsuit. Like, the old in, original flying machines. Yeah. If it was... Fit. But even that... Look like flying above the treetops at the corner of Division and Williams. I mean, I've seen elaborate kites, but that doesn't seem like this this can be. Well, I'm just glad it's <clears throat> Chicago and not rural Georgia or any part of the South. Well, I'm not trying to yeah, no, I want to discredit that. But there's so many witnesses. And yeah. when it's like, oh, in the same day, it was Forest Park and Melrose. Or, or, yeah, was it Forest Park? Was this one Forest Park? River Forest and then Melrose Park. Which are not far away from each other, mm-hmm. especially for a winged creature. Well, and some people are saying that uh, we need to, or Chicago folks need to be on the uh, be on the lookout because uh, they're next to each other. Because uh, in the context of the West Virginia Mothman, <clears throat> uh, foreshadowing, all, foreshadowing, all these sightings uh, led up to a disaster. So, 
Let's, let's hope there's not a huge uh, bridge oh, collapse or something in Chicago. Fucking that's why the goddamn Mothman came. Now the Cubs won't win again. First it was the goat. Now it's this goddamn Mothman. We got, hey, Mothman, why don't you chupacabra the fuck out of that goat that cursed the Cubs? We get another World Series champ out of it. Both Bryant and Rizzo both in a slump <clears throat> Ugh. at the same time. It's with the goddamn Mothman. Uh, we need to get, we got, we got to lure the goat out. Uh, we got to take the goat out to the middle of Wrigley Field, leave it out there for a night. Nobody go looking and scare off the Mothman. Let him come in there, chupacabra the blood out of it, and maybe he'll go, and then we can go on to win the, win the, win the champs. Yeah, Joe Madden needs to get on this son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why you can't go fucking with Evanston. Oh, they got too much money up there. That's why nobody. That's why Mothman ain't gonna fuck with Evanston. Mothman ain't dicking around in Oak Park. <laughs> too much money in Oak Park. Priced yourself out of a Mothman. Good job. Well, this is an exciting one because it's uh, you know it's it's what, present yeah, when, day when when yeah it's present going, day and I know on. all these places. Mm-hmm. That they're seeing it, and I'm gonna we're gonna we'll keep you up to date on it. Yeah. I think we might have to do weekly reports since exactly. there's weekly sightings. We need to get a Chicago uh, correspondent. We might need to get an affiliate. Mm-hmm. Might have to pull Deb Canaan in on this. Yeah, one. <laughs> get her on the horn. De- Deb on Skype, which oh. will be a day and a half. <laughs> Trying to get that out. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> well. We shall see, man. This I'm excited. One. I'm like excited about this. Yeah, one. I am too. I'm very. I love this shit, man. Like, I hope it's legit. Yeah, it's going to open up so many. Or remains unexplained. Yeah. More witnesses. More like, man. you know, more people out looking for it. I'm gonna. I'll call. I'm gonna call Deb after this. I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna maybe get her a camera. Yeah. Or at least show her how to use the one on her phone, just to be ready out there. Oh, uh, I'm going to get pictures of so much weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, saw boy. this. I think I, I know. I think that's just something coming out of O'Hare. We're in the flight path here, so <laughs> that's you know. In, in the summer, we got the windows open. You can't talk on the phone half the day. It's a you've got a 747 going over your head. What part of town do your folks live in? <clears throat> I'm from Addison, so I'm you I'm just I'm yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> Like where Melrose Park is, and I'm like maybe three neighborhoods straight west of there. Okay. So it seems like Melrose Park is the furthest west it's gone, and Bolingbrook. Well, no, I take that back. Bolingbrook is southwest. So, but again, that's along a river. It's along the Desplaines River. If it followed it from downtown, Desplaines River, if it was just following the river path, it would have gone right down to Bolingbrook, and there's... Forest preserves all along it there. The fact that it would go out to Oak Park, there's not a lot of rivers going that way, so I don't know what it would be following to get out that way. Uh, you know, or Forest Park or where or Melrose Park, there's no real bodies of water. Actually, it's getting closer to the airport. You'd think that would scare something like that away if it's real. Oh, man. Oh, I'm psyched about this one. Yeah, it's Shit. a good one. All right. It's a good one. Well... What do we got? What do we got to do? Got to tell them, what do we got to tell them about? Uh, oh, yeah, we got the Patreon. Thanks oh, to yeah, everybody yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you uh, for everybody who's uh, become a patron of the Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. P-A-T-R-E. As advertised on the baby torturing episode. Yeah. Sorry about that one. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we, had, we had some complaints on that one. I well, I mean, it was just we knew we were getting, like, let's do red rooms. You're talking about it, and then we researched it, and we're like, 
oh, but that's what we researched for this week, so we're going to talk about it. Of course, some of the complaints, you know, <laughs> like we're advocating. I oh, talk about killing babies. Yeah, yeah. The whole episode was Ta- about killing. Babies. Talking about it always means advocating yeah. it too. By the yeah. way, but no, uh, I understand. It was kind of an intense yeah. one. What are you gonna do? Either way, thanks for still going to the Patreon. Yeah. After that one, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, this comes out on the fifteenth. Um, that's the goal for the uh, for Dave's Kitchen. I'm going to try to drop these around the 15th of every month. Yeah. So uh, hopefully by the time uh, this airs, uh, yeah. we might, uh, Patreons will have a, a Dave's Kitchen, and you, and the you, first episode. And you owe in, in, in an extra bonus Q&A episodes. Yeah. Pardon our, our bumps. We're, get, we're, getting, we're just getting off the ground this month. So yeah. our schedules, and I've been gone for two weeks. So. But yeah, just to recap, uh, four bucks a month gets you uh, once a month. You're going to get an extra Q&A episode that only the Patreons get or the patrons get. And yeah. then you'll also get uh, exclusive Dave's Kitchen yeah. uh, cooking video. And we'll be taking those questions from the, the patrons, from the message exactly. board on the patrons. So, so. Yeah, four bucks a month, that's uh, it's not much. So That's a beer. It's yeah. one beer. One beer. Or if you live in a good place, it's maybe two beers with no tip. Mm-hmm. Or it's one beer with a tip. Yeah. Or if you're in L.A., it's a half a beer. It's a half a beer. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a taste. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash boogiemonster. For that, uh, we'll do a comic of the week real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I ran into him in Dublin, and a guy, uh, guy been around for a while, but great dude, funny dude, Tom Rhodes. Not Tom that Rhodes. I mean, if you're a comedy fan, you know who he is. But man, to see a guy that's like been at it, like I remember seeing him when I was like in the '80s mm-hmm. watching comedy. Me too. And then I saw him do the Josh and Josh show, and still just crush. Like, yeah. didn't get old. Where his material's outdated or anything. Yes. Like his delivery is just, it's part of his persona, but the material's still sharp and can just, he's one of these guys that's a nice, even though I knew he was a big time comic, just meeting him, mm-hmm. nice guy off the bat, and then a guy who can walk into any room, probably even tours around the world. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, that dude, I mean, he's just been working forever. Yeah. But uh, tons of albums. Uh, Colossus of Me came out in 2012, Live in Paris. Uh, self-titled Tom Rose, just tons of uh, albums. All Hill Laughter, went to that yeah, one. it's fairly it's a, new. It's a good chance he'll uh, be coming through. Uh, oh yeah, that one through came your out, town. That one came out just a few months ago. His most recent mm-hmm. one, All Hill Laughter, Tom Rhodes, R H O D E S. Also one of those guys. I don't know exactly, but probably did Letterman thirty times. <laughs> yeah, did the Tonight Show thirty times. He's been at the just, game just for been a while. Doing it, so uh, yeah, throw up. Uh, and looks in better shape than most comics <laughs> half his age. He does. He does, but uh, and yeah, like you said, uh, not one of these guys uh, resting on his laurels. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, let, let's be honest. I, I think we may have—I don't know if we talked about this on the year, but like the '80s comedy boom. If the '80s comedy boom didn't happen, there'd be a lot of people that wouldn't have careers today. There's, yeah, there's a lot of old timers that are resting on their laurels from from being a part of that <clears throat> '80s comedy boom. Yeah, that <clears throat> he's not I, one of them. Yeah, well, there was the guys that started then and mm-hmm. still continue to grow and still loved comedy. And there's guys like, nope, here's my act, and yeah. why should I change it? I'm just going to make a bunch of money off this. And yeah. then they stopped making money, and they went away. Yeah. 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 So, but it's uh, good to see like like guys like George Wallace, who I never yeah. thought, well, oh, it's just a guy I see on Vegas Taxis. And all of a sudden, he's on Twitter. I'm like, this guy's awesome and out of his mind. George Wallace, one of the mm-hmm. first stand-up comics I ever remember quoting a joke from. Yeah. Like, when I was young, like 
Eight, nine, ten years old, I was watching. Do you remember it. the joke? I do. It wasn't even a joke per se. It was just kind of a line. Yeah. It's kind of a. Uh, I'll say it. He goes. Uh, he's talking about cartoons and Popeye, and you know, mm-hmm. now not even that funny. But as a kid, just blew me away. He goes, man, why don't Bluto eat some spinach and beat the hell out of Popeye? <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, yeah, what a great point. Why that's, doesn't he eat some spinach? And that's exactly what his Twitter is. It's so <laughs> nonchalant. Like, like I'll put a refrigerated magnet on a stove. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that's just. Why don't Bluto eat some spinach and beat the hell out of Popeye? I thought that was uh, the funniest thing I ever heard when I was nine years old. Oh, man. Oh, well. Yeah, Tom Rhodes, Comic of the Week. Uh, look up his shit. He's got tons of stuff. So, Are we, are, are recipes? Are we just now people just get the recipes on the video? Keep them hmm. special? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe that's the Maybe only that's place a... to get them now. Oh. Hmm. Oh. No, I'm not oh. going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No recipe today, but no. We're, I'll right. still give the... The boring old audio version of these recipes. But if you want the video, if you want to see my dumb face in somebody else's kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see Dave's dirty hands just going into bags of flour. You need two handfuls <laughs> of this. I ain't got no measuring cups. <laughs> I actually have to hold the pepper in my mouth to tell how much I need. Then I spit it back <laughs> into the bowl. <laughs> need two mouthfuls, two mouthfuls of pepper. Oh man, so yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, it should be fun. That, uh, hopefully, that drops today. So, for the uh, patrons, uh, you can first one. I we haven't. Uh, I, I will tell you, it's it's chilly. It's gonna be chilly. So oh, chilly. But mm. that's ch- chilly you made last time. Starting off with a bang. You were doing a real witch's yeah. brew of that yeah, thing. Yeah, got all kind great. of little, little secrets that I'm gonna uh, divulge with with my chilly recipe. So all yeah, right. buddy. Uh, anything to plug? <laughs> Any shows? April fifteenth no, or August fifteenth? I'm back in town for a minute now. I get yeah. to I get to chill out. I think. I mean, if I'm in LA, just doing spots. Yeah. I think I'm at Nerd Melt at nine p.m. on Thursday night. I don't remember which show I'm doing there. I will be at Nerd Melt on the nineteenth. Saturday uh, night. Yeah, Saturday night. I'll be doing Andy Kindler's particular show. Oh, that's a fun show. Yeah. So, Andy uh, Kindler's LA a fun guy. Come out to Nerd Melt. Uh, always a good time. Uh, Anytime we get to, to see old Andy Kenler. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Okie dokie. Holla at you, boy. The Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster.